Alrighty, and then we just got one more to add to the show. We're good. Website popping? No, there we go. Levels is good. The levels is good. The levels, the levels, the levels is good. my cue so let's go ahead and pop this shit off good evening and welcome back to another edition of my t-sports podcast i'm your host the one knowing down throw my taylor Yup, it's another in Fuego day in the hottest city in the world. We're coming at you live and direct from South Florida, folks. It is May, June 29th. Current temperatures right now is 78 degrees. We had some showers later earlier today, folks. You will officially listen to Volume 7, Excerpt 117, Track 450 of the Mighty Sports Podcast, folks. We have four more podcasts. Friday? Next Wednesday, next Friday. We have three more podcasts left in this season, folks. Next week, you'll catch us at Sharky's next Wednesday. We'll be back, we'll be back there and back in the public. I still wanted to stay away for another week. Oh, I was also feeling comfy. I ain't gonna lie. Like, but I still wanted to stay away for another week. Just 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 to make sure. Right? So we have all that today coming to you, folks. Folks, we're gonna talk about the new media that sounds like the old that, that sounds like the same old nigga. We go, we got, we gonna give you a Bluetooth promo code, right, so that you can get your hump day on properly. We gonna talk about the BET awards. We were meaning to get into those. How we gonna talk about how lucky the Nets have been or, or have gotten recently? We gonna talk about R. Kelly's sentences, Brittany Griner's um, uh, Brittany Griner's trial. Knicks fans have gotten triggered. Obviously, what's going on, fam? I see you. What's going on? NBA free agency is tomorrow. So we're seeing a lot of player movements. Of course, you know, we got the birthday party at the top of the podcast. We have all that and more coming up in just a moment right here on the show. But you know what we say here? Regardless of the time and regardless of the weather, 
but we did what we do. Welcome back to the Warriors Invitational, baby. It's what we do. It's always a good time to talk some sports. Mm. Let's throw this motherfucker up. So... Sports fanatic, my T sports. Woo! I swear, no, regardless of how long it's been since the last time that we 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 had a podcast, I feel like it's been forever. Thank you, everybody that's listening to the podcast, and I'm and I really do mean that. Regardless of how you're listening to the podcast, whether you're listening on Facebook or you're watching on Facebook, I should say, whether you're watching on Twitter or you're listening to us on Twitter Spaces, did I get the Twitter Spaces? I don't think I got the Twitter Spaces up yet. Right, hold on one second, one second, one second for you Twitter space people. Why ain't you guys tell me? Why ain't you guys tell me? Hold on. There you go. Twitter space people. Right? So you either, if you're listening on Twitter spaces, right, you could be watching on Instagram. We have a behind the scenes camera for the Instagram people. You could be watching on YouTube. You could be listening on Podbean. If you're listening on Podbean, you are the special ones. You are the special ones that listen on Podbean because through the Podbean app, that's how you're able to call into the podcast. So if you ever want to be a poor, ever want to be involved in the show, if you want to want to call in it and be like, "Yo, your takes, like if you you forgot the takes, I don't want to agree." Let me tell you about them boys, them boys, them boys, or whatever Heat Nation that you want to yap about. Yo, that's what the Podbean line is for. You can call in through the Podbean line so you, um, so you can get on, folks. You could be you could be listening on Spotify. You'll be catching the read here. TikTok, Twitch. Listen, if you if you're listening, if you're watching on Twitch, I don't know why I'm pointing over here. See, I know, I know why. I remember, I just remember something that I wanted to do. If you're watching on Twitch, or, or, or if you have an Amazon Prime account, go ahead and and go ahead and like the podcast on Twitch. You get a free Twitch Prime subscription with every with every, with every Amazon Prime membership. So it's nothing for you to get for you to get Twitch Prime. But it means everything in the world to us over here in the Mighty Sports Podcast. It means, it means the world. It means the world to me. So, so, so if you go ahead and, and if, also if you don't have Twitch Prime, they give you one free follow for like um, you give you one free follow with your subscription for like every, every thirty days. Right? If, if you're a person that watches Twitch, like yo, hook a brother up. Actually, I'm about to put on the Twitch channel right now to see how everything is looking. I was I, I, I was I was looking at that earlier, so we're definitely going to check that out. I want to see what it looks like when I don't sign in, when I just come in as a stranger, right? Watch yourself, stranger. Show them what you're working with. <laughs> big, big show for you today, folks. But as you guys know, we st- um, if you've been here before, you already know how we start off the podcast, folks. We start off every single podcast with a birthday party. Yes, we do. So, if you guys would like to join... If you guys, so based on the birthday point is that we give a birthday shout out to everybody that had a birthday since the last time that we were on the air, all right? So we're going to give a birthday. Everybody had a, had a birthday to yesterday and today. And if you happen to know somebody that had a birthday over the last two days, yo, go ahead and drop their name in the, into the into the comments and we will go ahead and give them a shout out for you guys as well. But... 
we're about to get started here in just a moment. So let me let me let me get let me let's go ahead and get this right. Ayo, DJ, my T. Go ahead and drop that beat. You know you know which beat I'm talking about. That birthday beat. For those that don't know. No, that's not it either. That's not it either. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I said, let's go. I said, I said, I said, yeah, it's your birthday. We said it's your birthday. 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 Because it's your birthday. We say happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, yeah, folks, that's how we get down with the birthday party here on the Mighty Sports Podcast, if this is your first time hearing the birthday, so I know that, I know that called you off guard, you was expecting one of those, one of those, happy birthday, Happy birthday to you. Just remember, I, I do all my birthday celebrations by the book. Let you guys know. <laughs> right? So let's go ahead and give up. Let's go ahead and start giving out these birthday shout-outs, right? First birthday shout-out I want to give out to. I think you just heard me give it out. Like I, I were you there? Were you paying attention? First birthday shout out I would like to give out is to my homegirl Kim Hurstein. Kim Hurstein happens to be a friend of a friend, right? Really good friend of one of my best friends. Right? Like, 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 let's put it that way, right? They went to school together. We've done projects together, right? Like, 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 like she like she's trying to hook people with a connect. That's what that connect never paid, by the way. But you know what's one of these French bridges. Miles bridges. Right? I want to say happy birthday to Kim Hurstein, right? Also, also, right with a birthday today. So this is this is even better because everybody that that I'm calling out, right? They have their birthday today on Hump Day, right? Their birthday wasn't yesterday. Like this is this is this isn't a belated birthday. This is an actual happy birthday, Pimpin. Ooh, shit! Something wanted to come back up. Hey, Blue Chew for me and you. That's how we do. We're champions, baby. Yeah. Welcome to the welcome to the mighty invitational. What we do. <laughs> All right. Also want to say happy birthday to Andrew Grandato. Let me see. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Well, if you guys see me looking in the back, and I see well, it only could be one thing that I have, you know, let's let me get my hair down, right? I look all uptight and shit. Let's go, let's get this, let's get that hair down. You see that whipper pill? Cause you got that whipper pill. That whipper pill. I'm a, I ain't gonna lie. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Right? Back in the day, and I still wanna say it may still be like what I look for in certain people, but Yo, for the for, for the right chicks, right? And, and this is what I miss about like wearing your hair, wearing your your natural hair, because back in the day, something I really used to look forward to was, or something I was really into was chicks with whip appeal. You know what I mean? Like when they when they whip it, when they turn their hair back and forth, you see that hair go like it's Pantene strong. Yeah, I really used to like that shit. 
This ain't got shit to do with Andrew Grandado, right? So let me let me go ahead and keep this by the book. All right, I want to say happy birthday to Andrew Grandado, folks. My apologies. I forget the, the, the nickname. I forget the... See, this is my fault. This is my fault. Right? I, I'm, a, I'm a bad guy. I'm a bad guy for this one. I forgot the moniker. But, I, but, but I've had the pleasure of introducing and, and, and announcing Andrew Gundado to the ring while working with Platinum Pro Wrestling. Actually, the first time it happened was when we went to Naples recently. Right? And I'll never forget. I was having a shitty day. Right? I was having kind of a shitty day. And you know how everybody always says, la, 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 you know, they, you know, they, they meet people that they, they, they give you that cordial greeting, this, that, and the third. And I, even after his greeting, right, he actually paused and asked, hey, how are you doing? Everything okay? And I was like, and my next response was like, yeah. And I was like, it's not. It's not. But you know what? Thank you for asking. Like, <laughs> like I, I was going through some sh- I, I think that was right around the time, like, 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 like me and my, me and my girl was getting just getting ready to break up. Like that, like, like we had had a, like we had had a, we had had an altercation. Um, I think the, the day prior, this is actually, so this is like the week before we broke up. We we had had an altercation a week prior, and 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 at, at that time I was I was really like, yo, you know what? I'm pretty sure, like, when she gets her car fixed, I'm about to break up with her, and she couldn't, and like, cause you know, I still kind of hot. Oh, there we go. I want to make sure I can see myself on Twitch properly. Just one second. This broadcast indicated this channel is intended for mature audiences. Start watching. Let's go. Mature audiences, watch me eat food. Did I hear a voice somewhere? I be hearing shit. Hold on. Did I hear a voice? No, I didn't. Okay. Niggles your boy. Okay. Now that I got that out the way, that's something I really wanted to see this whole entire town. Right? So I want to say, uh, yo, 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 DJ Mighty, what are you doing? Bring me up that birthday beat, that birthday song for me. There we go. So I've had the pleasure of introducing Andrew Gondado to the, to the ring. Right? And... Like I said, that's, 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 that's one thing I do remember from him was, is him asking him out of everybody actually come out of his way and be like, hey, yo, how you doing? Everything okay with you? Right? Not just to call you, hi, hey, what's going on? Be this, that, and the third. It's actually like, hey, how are you actually physically doing? And he also had a, and he also had a, he also had a great gimmick too, right? Everything was by the rules. Everything was by the book. Right? So, like, so that's the reason that you've been hearing me saying about a book recently, right? So, so definitely want to say happy birthday, Andrew Grandado. And also, go find him. Grandado, G-R-A-N-D-A-T-T-O. Right? Make sure you go wish him happy birthday. Because he also, from what I've seen, uh, he also either owns or he works with, with a catering company. And, 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 they, and they do great work and have ridiculous spreads, right? So next time you're probably looking for like looking for a spread for 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 an event corporate event party anything like that, go hit up Andrew. I got I got um, from the looks of it, I'm pretty sure he can take care of you, right? And last but not least, but today I would like to say happy birthday to to, to my battle buddy, my little bro. You know what I mean, my 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 my, my you know what I mean, my my you know my my my, my army brethren, brother in arms, Marcus Schwertner, aka Squirt. Wanna say wanna say happy birthday to you as well, Pimpin. Like like I'm in Squirtle. I'm in Squirtle, Germany. Right? Like one of one of one of the first soldiers. Eh, definitely not one of the first soldiers. 
but one of the first soldiers I had very direct responsibility for from one of my squad leaders while, while I was in Germany. Right? Also helped me out a lot. I think, like, I can't remember if my leg or my foot had was fucked up. Like, it had to be my foot. I couldn't drive. It was my right ankle. I couldn't drive. I couldn't put no pressure on that shit. At, moving, um, at the time, I was in a boot. Things were weird. Things were weird. It was rough times. It was rough times. Right, but definitely want to say, let's go ahead and go and wish them all a happy birthday, right? So we want to wish happy birthday to Andrew. We want to wish happy birthday to Kim. We want to wish happy birthday to Marcus. We want to wish you all a happy birthday. We hope you party hard, enjoy everything, regret nothing. But more importantly, we hope you continue to stay mighty. How that song go again? Because yeah, it's your birthday. You said it's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Because it's your birthday, we sing happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, right? So happy birthday again to all of you guys. Party hard, enjoy with them, regret nothing. Get your weekend at Friday's on, continue to stay mighty. Yo, DJ Mighty, go ahead and cut that beat for me. Ah, here we go. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Yeah, you see that? Things, things my niece be doing for me. Let's go ahead and get into the podcast, right? And let's get into, and let's get, go right into it and get into our mighty topic of the day, folks. So do that for me. Mighty! Folks, our mighty topic of the day starts off by, by with none other by for one Brittany Griner. Folks, yes, folks, again, we have been here how many days now? Hey, lady! It has been 132 days since Brittany Griner has been wrongfully detained in Russia on trumped up weed weed charges as Russia continues to try to use her as leverage to try to free some of their most heinous criminals. I guess the easiest way to put it. Brittany Griner, as I told you, has been detained now for 132 days. If you are not up to date, in about two days or so on July 1st, she is going to be. She's um her trial is set to start now. Very recently, right, a couple days ago, right, they were they they she was brought back up in front of a judge to see if she can be released and still come back for her trial. Nope, they they refused to release her back into American custody. So they're keeping her detained over there so that she can be tried in Russia. And if she is found guilty, she can serve up to 10 years in, in jail. Now, Brittany Griner happens to be one of our most influential stars in, in, in sports, folks. She is one of the leaders and the pillars in the LGBTQ community, right? She is a two, she is a she is a champion. She's an eight-time, she's an eight-time block leader, eight-time all-star, right? Let, let's 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 let me let, let me I, 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 by this time I thought I would have remembered this, but I would have had this committed to memory. But you know what? I am an alumni of the Nate Dogg School of Medicine, and you know the Nate Dogg School of Medicine has one model and one model only. It's not just a model, it's a way of life, and that is to smoke weed every day. Right, so she is a seven-time champion, two-time scoring champ, eight-time block leader. Sorry, eight-time all-star now, because she was just inducted. She was just, she was just voted onto this year's all-star team as an honorary all-star. She's a two-time pre-performer, right? She's made the she's made the WNBA first team three times, second team two um second team three times as well. 
So first and second team, she's both made a, she both made three times, right? Two-time defensive player of the year, three-time defensive first team, four-time defensive second team, all rookie, NCAA champ, and most outstanding player, a, uh, most outstanding player, AP player of the year, high school player of the year, and more surely been born since she's been in high school. Like I said, one of the most recognizable, one of the most decorated, and one of the most influential in, um, athletes in the WNBA and in women's sports and in the LGBT community. So as they continue to keep her wrongfully attained, that's just some jerk pork, some rice and peas, and uh, some vegetables you see in there, some string beans, a little bit of broccoli, a little bit of red peppers. You know what I mean? Sprinkle that all in there, a little bit of seasoning, about a bang, about a boom. You know what I mean? Plates in the room. How you doing? So, so, so again, we want to just hope that with everything that's going on, right? I understand there's not much that you can really do. And cheers to everybody. There's not much that you can really do. But I, well, all I ask is that you continue to keep in your thoughts and prayers. You know what I mean? And and and, and send whatever positive light and energy through whatever deity that you utilize for your positive light, for your positive light energy and entitlement. I wonder if that's the same deity that people use to, to think that they have control over other people's bodies. Use that one. That one sounds like a good one. I don't know why I started this game of 2K. I really don't. Right? Because <laughs> I'm a fiend. I apologize. Which means that also these people on 2K, they're going to hate me. This ain't, this ain't going to be my best game. Or maybe it is. Like, uh, no, it's definitely not going to be my best game. I'm going to have a game, though. It ain't going to be my worst game. There we go. On the break. Stupid. Had them all up in the air. <laughs> all right. Let's get into let's get let's, let's actually get into let's get into our first topic of the day, right? And, and I, you know what's crazy? Even with all of the even with all of the crazy madness going on in sports today, right? We're talking. We're talking about free agency. Like I said, we still have the we still have the Britney Griner Accords that's going on. Ooh, got that for me easy. Right, we still got the Britney Griner. We still got the Britney Griner Accords going on. Like with everything that that's go, that that's been happening, right? NBA, WNBA, baseball, Aaron Judge, Knicks, Yankees, all of them, Mets. I still find that for my first. For my very first, first, first topic of the day, I still want to talk about the BET Awards. And you know what? I ain't gonna lie. I gave you guys time. I gave you guys time. I teased a lot of stuff on Monday. Didn't want to give it away for the individuals that didn't didn't get a chance to watch. Right, and so I was beasting somebody in the paint. Really wanted to give a chance for anybody that that didn't get a chance to watch, so that they can they, they can go ahead and look it over. Because because there was some really there was some really interesting things that happened, and as as I told you guys, this was a this was a Puff Daddy appreciation kind of night. 
Right? Actually, hold on one second. One second. I am tripping. I am tripping only because I am not. Oh, shit. He decided to pass me the ball. Of course they would. Get off me, Pippin. Right. <laughs> and, of course, they couldn't. Listen, I only said I was tripping because I wasn't utilizing. I wasn't maximizing my outreach. That, that's the only reason I said I was tripping. Because I'm about to plug into this mic. So that everybody, so even the people that I'm playing with right now, that they can hear the podcast. So I know you guys are like, what the fuck is this nigga doing? Like, I'm trying to get my my shit situated. Like, like this ain't no game. This ain't no poppy show. Right? So, again, as I was saying, with everything that was, that's been going on, right, in the sports world and everything. Oh, that hair look nice. Yo, you know what? I, mean, I really do be self-conscious. I really do. Like, I just caught the top of my head. Like, hey, that shit be looking good. Your, boy, your boy's on point. I do something with this That shit be going all crashy and shit. <laughs> right. With everything that's going on in sports, I still wanted to talk BET Awards. I really did. And I, and I gave you guys enough time to watch the BET Awards. Be like, yo, don't spoil it for me. I ain't watching yet. That's your fault by now. The BET Awards, for Christ's sake. Like, I, like if I wait two more days, everything, everything that, that I'm about to talk about... It's about, it's about to be it's about to be no longer relevant. It's about you understand like that's how quick you know how the culture goes. You know how the news cycle goes. Everything's about to be it's about to be out of relevancy. You better make this one. He gave you that open shot. There we go. Good shit. Let's go. Y'all guys are struggling down there. Give me all you need. Give me all you need. Give me all you need, baby. There we go. Nah. Good shit. Good shit. Good shit. So. BT was I'm happy another day, and it was Puff. Oh shit! It was Puff Daddy's Appreciation Day. And can I tell you, it was a hell of performance, and you can tell, right? I and I don't know this for sh- I don't know this for facts, right? So I'm I'm, I'm talking on my ass a little bit. Like when it came to Diddy's performance, you can tell, right? His personal performance, you can tell. But I feel like all night, in a weird-ass way, had a Diddy kind of feel to it. Had like a Diddy kind of vibe. And and not for nothing. I felt like everybody was not performing for Diddy, but trying out for Diddy. You know what I mean? I always felt like the whole entire award show was was like one big-ass making the band audition. Final cut. (laughs) <laughs> because I really felt like the energy was really and I'm you, I haven't watched I watched the BET Awards in a decade right and it's funny because I think KJ was here and everything was like yeah it's because it's gotten ass and I'm like yo I enjoyed it for somebody that hasn't watched for 10 years I I I very much so enjoyed the the BET Awards this year and, and also because like I don't listen to a lot of radio. I'm not, I'm not really, I'm not really, I'm I'm not really, in like, fully entwined, right in the hip hop culture. What's going on every single day? No, I'm past that. Like that's what I do for sports. And I used to be that guy. I used to be that guy. So that's why some people still hit me up today. Be like, hey yo, guess what's going on with this, that, and the third? And I have to be. Like... And I'm like, yo, I, you know, I kind of figured out. So I'm like, oh yeah, I heard about that. Or you know what I mean? Or maybe I heard about it loosely, but. The information of that, how in depth we used to get into it, that shit don't happen anymore. 
At least not from my end, because I'm not into it like that. But very recently, I caught, I catch myself, I catch myself listening to the radio a lot lately, right? And I don't know why. I've been listening to the radio and not the eight billion. Ooh, good bad shit. And not the eight billion ring like not the eight billion playlist or different streaming streaming um, apps that I have so I can just play random music. Because also, I tend to go down the same rabbit holes, right? Like like I get, I tend to go into my Brooklyn shit. So regardless of what I'm listening, I get a lot of fabulous. You know what I mean? I get a lot of fifty. Yeah, a lot of biggie, you know. I get some, I get Nas, I get Jay Z. Like when I'm into my Brooklyn shit, cause that's what pops up. Like not just people in from Brooklyn, but people also affiliated with Brooklyn, and it also kind of recognizes the type of rap I'm trying to listen to. Casanova, thing, guys like that. You know, I even get a little bit of Jay Co- Jay Cole and shit. Oh, give me a pick. God damn it! Oh, here I go. So I've been listening to the radio a lot lately, and I'm listening to the radio, and I um, obviously, I don't know who the fuck is on the radio. Well, I don't know any of these orders, but I'm feeling the songs, right? You know what I mean? Let me be a man. I can be a man. Right? I should play some D because my man, he just shot a three. I was standing with him with my hands down, looking like a motherfucking clown. Uh, what you gonna say now? <laughs> I told you this wasn't gonna be a good game. I really, and really what's gonna make this game bad is that I'm not at my full offensive awareness peak. And also, secondly, I'm definitely not at my defensive peak. It's almost like I'm playing the game and I'm just peeking. Mm. Free throws. It's time for me to smoke while I can shoot these free throws. So here I am, right? And I'm watching the BET Awards. And I'm actually like, yo, you know what? I'm happy for one thing. I recognize almost 90% of the songs that are being sung. And these are songs that I just started recently listening to and just started recently liking. So this is all brand new to me. But the Diddy shit, right? The Diddy shit is what is what really did it, right? The, the, the Puff Daddy tribute portion of it. And like I said, I don't know if these individuals are there just because, hey, this is Puff Daddy. But I feel like there are certain individuals that always tend to find their way onto BET award shows, right? Little Kim, Mary J. Blige, Brandy, recently Nicki Minaj, right? Um, 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 what's her name? Maya Carey. Like I always felt like these individuals find a way to, to get onto an award. Bruno Mars. But I'm not complaining. I, I, it was just an observation. And listen, I told you I've been watching a decade. But I feel like that these are the individuals that every single year they'll be they're, they're being they're being tweeted and posted about because of either what they wore, what they did, or what they didn't do. 
right? It's, it's weird. Like, they can't catch a break. Or what they sung, I should say. You know, right? Even that. The Puff Daddy performance was dope as fuck. Like, all around, the Puff Daddy performance was just dope as fuck. And 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 for me, right? Like I said, can you say, as you know, it's, it's Puff Daddy's Lifetime Achievement Award. Puff Daddy's Lifetime and the peak of it was during my teenage years, right? My, 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 my adolescent years. So these are the years I'm coming up into music. And the years that I'm, just like how Kanye said, like, you know what I mean, are, are, are kind of like what Kanye said, right? Like Puff Daddy was, it was a big influence into my life for a certain amount of time. Cause Biggie was a big influence in my life and, and East Coast hip hop and, 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 and East Coast rap and, and all of that. Right. And, and Puff was right in the dead center of all of that shit. Right. Tell me, I thought I told you that we won't stop. I thought I told you that we won't stop. <laughs> right. So, so the BET awards come on and Obviously, we all know Puffy, right? Puffy has had done songs with everybody, right? We're talking about Jay, right? From people all the way from J-Lo to Busta Rhymes kind of shit, right? He's done songs with everybody. And no doubt, everybody was there. We're talking about... We're talking about Jagged Edge showed up. Obviously, Little Kim was there. She performed, Right? Uh, Mary J. Blige, she was there. She performed, right? Just just during the the Puff Daddy set, right? And of course, you know Puff Daddy's in the middle of all that shit, talking about how to understand, how to treat your man. This is what I need, baby. Right? They they go they they going through it all. Locks was there. Not surprised. Who I was surprised to see, but shit, but was real happy that he was there, was Shine. Yes, folks, Shine made an appearance talk about who want to fuck with us, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. But he ain't, but he ain't cursing his rhyme. And he remixed it. Shout it out, shout it out Belize and being Belize's prime minister. Now, if you guys don't know, like for those that may be too young to understand to know this, but Shine took a gun charge for Puffy. Like they were coming out. I can't remember if it was a gun charge or it was a murder charge. Or if it was a or if it was an assault charge with a deadly weapon. But Shine took a gun charge for Puffy. And we all knew it. And it was crazy because even during the trial, you hear like you like you talk the shuttles like it was crazy, especially early on. And who knows how much of this was still stage or whatever. It was like, yo, he brought like they brought in the motherfucker, or he or he gave them the motherfucker's name that could incriminate us the most or incriminate me the most. Not too, and that was the name that Puff gave, like that I brought in the witness, like, like the key witness that I think that put Shine away. But I'm gonna tell you one thing we've never heard about: we never heard about Shine being fucked with in jail. 
We never heard about Sean lacking anything in jail. Sean came out of jail looking like he was eating good. Commentary, stay fat. Not to say anybody deserves to be in, you know what I mean, like try to hype up, um, hype up jail. As very recently, if you've been watching TikTok, you've seen all these all these jailhouse recipes and shit like that. I'm like, what am I ever going to cook like that? I ain't gonna lie. Those jailhouse recipes, though, they ain't like I'm 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 being facetious when I say that. But a lot of those jailhouse recipes can also apply when you're living in the barracks or when you're living on college dorms. You know what I mean? That's if they still got some of those old um college dorms or old barracks. At least when I was when I was there, and they don't have no real kitchen inside of that motherfucker, right? But you got limited space for shit. Then I I can see where. With, with those jailhouse rocks, <laughs> right? With, with those jailhouse crock pots, you know what I mean? May, may come in handy. But other than that, I'm like, I don't plan on having to utilize, having to. I don't plan on having to utilize these, these particular set of skills. But it's interesting to watch. And the thing about it, some of us know these tactics. Some of us are well aware of this. And we didn't know this as jailhouse shit. We just knew this as hood tactics, but I guess back in the day, a big portion of the hood was it was was probably young, um, you know, what I mean, young men teaching young boys um, um, how to cook through jailhouse tactics. But again, here I go. I told you guys, baseball is my is my is my, is my first love. And at any point in given time, we can go left field with that bitch. But again, this is only all about shit. My bad. I'm in the way. 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 This is all about a Puff Daddy appreciation day. Right? Like that's what a lifetime was. But it's a big ass Puff Daddy appreciation day, and that that set that they did right. Like I said, Buster Rhymes came out. He had Jagged Edge out there. He had Sean come out there. The Locks came out there, and then Little Kim came out there. And this is this is when Little Kim missed her cue. This this is the infamous missing of the cue from the Queen Bee, huh? Like she came out there and she wasn't ready to rumble. But again, I I tell like if 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 you watched it, she comes out there. And she's feeling it. She's feeling the crowd. She's feeling the energy. So she come out there and she does her thing. She does her thing first. Like she does a little pose. She does a little gangster strut. Pose. And then she started to sing, you want to rumble with the B, huh? But the part already passed. So she catches up. Puff Daddy's over here. Come on, girl. Come on, girl. And you, and you know what's funny? Right? As I'm hearing him say this to her. I'm automatically already imagining, right? Or having a image in my head that this is exactly how he used to talk to her in the booth, right? When she wasn't feeling it or especially early in the days before she got, maybe when she got a little too big, you know what I mean? A little too big headed and shit like that. I mean, a lot of artists start feeling themselves, right? Especially when they get that, when they get to that, when they get to that, what's supposed to be self-standing solo when they, when they get to that self um, self standing solo um, stage in life, right, or stage in their career, then you start to see them get a little big headedness, right? 
And granted, like it's them pushing their power around. It's power that they've they've been dying and dreaming to have in their whole entire life. You know, you don't hear what I'm saying. Which they can have this moment for life, for life, for life. So yeah, Kim missed her cue, but in Kim fashion, she caught it. On, she like, she caught it. Puff like Puff was able to get her on cue, and then she did her little her little crab style thing. What was that from? Was that from how many takes does it get to the middle of a... Uh, uh, <laughs> how many takes does it get to the middle of a... Uh, uh. <laughs> I forget what it was, but it was, it was one of them. So I, cause I don't remember Little Kim for that. Like, I remember her more for, like, a version of the of the Mary J. Blige dance, right? Like, 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 like a fucking... Like like a little crotch grab and a huh 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 kind of shit, right? Like I don't I don't remember the like what the fuck is that? It look like you're glitching. <laughs> look like you're practicing. Like you know what was that shit that people do? I forget what it's called. But if you ever practice like before you go skydiving and they put you in that big ass fan and you're over there like it looked like she's trying to practice getting on that shit. Like, I love Little Kim. See, all of this is in jest, right? All of this is in jest. I love me some Kim. Don't, don't, don't you ever get that twisted, right? Bad boy, bad boy for life. Listen, my five favorite um, bad boy. <laughs> See, you gave it away already. But my favorite, my favorite, my five favorite, my, fa- my, my five favorite bad boy orders of all time are Dylan, 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 and Dylan. So don't get them twisted, right? I've been here. I've been a bad boy fan. Bad boy, come out and play. You know we had to do the remix, right? Mm, mm, mm. I really, really enjoyed the B.A.T. word. And then, also, not just that, right? But to see how many artists there that were not just influenced by Diddy, right? But influenced by the whole entire bad boy organization, right? How many people in there were influenced by Biggie? How many people there influenced by Puff? How many people there influenced by Kim? Like I'm watching Chloe do her song, right? I forgot to write down what song it was. But I'm watching Chloe do her song, and I'm like, oh yeah. Like, listen, your whole entire set, your whole entire um, ability and rap style and, and performance style, you should thank to Little Kim. And then you see Nicki Minaj there, I'll be like, yep, thank Little Kim. And then I seen Mina Long. Oof, I seen Mina Long. And I don't know what I have with those Neo Soul Sisters. Oof. You know what I mean? Like, like them Neo Soul Sisters, those are the kind of sisters like, I just want to eat you for hours. I gotta give you your flowers. I eat you in the shower when you have no power. I just wanna devour your delicate flower. Mina Long, like she was reminded, she was giving me Erica Badu vibes. Like, 
Like she, like she made me think like, like you fuck her once, you win a dashiki and a fucking hair wrap. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're buying yourself a big ass fork. You know what I mean? A, a big ass pick with a with a goddamn fist coming underneath of it. And every time you talk, you talk like this, my brother. And you're always trying to give some form of enlightenment so that everybody can see that everybody can see that they're not just trapped in the system. They're trapped in an amaze and it's a maze of the mind. And all they have to do is give themselves to the proper enlightenment, and they too can become one with oneness. That's how it sounds like you start talking after you after you with Mina Long. But um, right? Well, uh, sorry, Mooney Long. I'm calling Mina Long, right? <laughs> but also, that's like, that's that. That was that Erica Badu effect, right? That that Chill Scott effect. That was that um that Shy Day effect, right? To bring it back for a couple of you old heads back there. I I I want to leave you guys out. I want I don't want to, you know. Leave by any part of my demographic. Mm. But it was good. It was good. I to be honest with you, the most disappointing performance of the evening was probably Nicki Minaj's to me. I felt like Nicki Minaj's didn't bring the energy. Right? And I'm about to say the next this next statement, and I don't know if she has earned this or yet. Yet, and you guys correct me, right? You guys let me know if she has. But Nicki Minaj 100% like she didn't bring the energy. Like it looked like she tried to vet it, right? Like she tried to act like one of those old vets that really don't have to do a lot of movement, and they can just get away with just standing there, being stiff and giving you good music. And I don't know if Nicki Minaj has gotten to that stage of her career yet, where she can do that with her songs. Like I feel like I that like Nicki Minaj really still needs movement and performance and a lot of movement at that. Like she did that one song, yeah I yeah I sing song when I bing bong, yeah you been wrong in that thing song, right? <laughs> like she was singing that shit. And I'm looking at her like, I'm not feeling the energy from you. And then she did some freaky, and then she did some freak nasty shit as if it was, and it almost felt like, you know what? I'm not feeling, like it almost felt like she wasn't feeling the energy from the crowd, right? Which, as she tried to vet it, so she had to go back into freak nasty mode, right? Or performance mode, I should say. And then that's when she started getting a, getting a, um, a reaction from the crowd. Like, and when I say she tried to vet it, it's almost like, like when I say vet it, like when you have your older performers, right? And they used to do a lot of movement, and then you start seeing the movement start to really gradually, and, and then they find that happy plateau of just enough movement to keep entertained, right? But not enough to movement where they where they feel like where they where they feel like they're putting their body through a goddamn football game. We know how the old old vets get. They're not even really trying to do that movement. Like like when Mary J. Blige comes on, like she like she sings for thirty seconds, and then she gives you a three second dance move. <laughs> Uh, 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 back to singing, back to singing, back to singing, back to singing. We had the 30 second mark here. I almost caught my breath. Uh, 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 that was the left knee. Back to singing, back to singing. Don't judge me. I'm here for the long run. I, I, I had my life, my lifetime achievement award three years ago. You bitches ain't shit. Uh, uh, ah, ah, ah. Okay, we're done here. <laughs> like, she tried to do that kind of shit. And I don't think that she could get away with it yet. 
Like I don't, I don't think she's a, she's officially invented that as like like little Kim and Mary J. Blige. You know what I mean, like like I how Aretha Franklin or 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 Mary J. Not not Mary J. Blige, but Mariah Carey or any one of them. And again, shout out to little Kim, but also shout out to Foxy Brown, right? Her her rival in the era when little Kim was breaking through that barrier of of women of women expression. And it's funny as we're talking about women women's expression and, and them finally being comfortable not only in in their skin, in their environment, in, in their in their community, right? In society, in law, that they can start opening up and, and start and, and start having some of the and, and start act and start talking and to have the same amount of rights as normal human beings, and as that happens, we have Roe versus Wade like that that gets overturned, and now we have women that now no longer are in control of their body when it comes to their medical necessity. See, that is probably the ultimate thing right there. When it comes to your medical necessity, like fuck everything else, and fuck every other way that you want to word the shit. Right? Look at that pass. Look at that pass. Your boy wilding out here right when it comes to your medical necessity you can't control what decisions that you're able to make while everybody else when it comes to medical necessity they have full control over over the decision able to make with their body as long as they are in full mental capacity everybody else can make decisions upon their own body when it comes to medical necessity except for women you you explain that to me and you tell me how that is right Cause I, and, I, and I just want to remember. I just want to remind you guys, when you make these laws and you think about the one thing, right, that you're attached to, that you're so over emotional about, that that is the reason why you make your decision. I want you to put yourself in other people's shoes. I know that's hard for a lot of people to do, but put yourself in other people's shoes. Imagine if, if that was you. And, and I'm gonna get as graphic as, I, as, as I'm going to be. Imagine that was you that was raped. And I was forced to have your 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 your, your rapist child. And imagine if you also had to pay child support to that motherfucker as well, because cases like that happen. Yeah, imagine that. Oh, you're about to die if you give birth, and this is the decision that you have to make: give birth or die. Wait till it happens to you. And I don't want to do anything bad, but wait till it happens to you. I want to hear which this what kind of decisions you wish you had available to you. Wait till it happens to somebody that you love, your daughter. Wait till it happens to that person. Wait till it happens to your nieces. Some of you can still happen to your mothers. That's what. I, that's how you always got to think. Wait. Wait till these situations are tailored to you. Right? Think. Damn. What would happen if this happened to me? Happened to somebody I love? What kind of resources would I wish were available? To make this as an easy transition, not not just for the random person that had a, had a random night out, but for somebody that that may have gotten raped by some drunk person that that she may have that that may have been felt feeling entitled during that night out. It's okay. What we are gonna see is a lot of mis. We're gonna see a miscarriage rates skyrocket. And I really hope. That, that for that for all you men that are out there that, that that are hoping to vote for this, so I really hope that you're ready to take care of these kids. 
I don't want to see single mothers go up. I hope you're ready. And also, ladies, put these niggas on child support. Listen, that's what the government has has utilized. You you were trying to utilize the government, all the government's resources before you got to that point where they, they're not there to help you anymore. So utilize your government resources after. I said, I know it's some fucked up shit. I really know it is. Let's get back into the music. It was good to see Babyface there. And not just see Babyface there, but to be like, oh shit, that's Babyface. And then realize why this motherfucker has the name Babyface. Because Babyface has not aged in 40 years. I'm not lying to you. I've been watching Babyface since I was a child. I feel like my parents grew up watching Babyface. Like by the time that I was, I got into music, Babyface already had made his run and transition and was already starting to fall out to the wayside of commercial music when I was a kid. And yet Babyface is still out here singing songs, same voice, same face. Unblemished, untraced. And the thing about him, too, is that he always had that classic style to him, right? He always had that classic style that it was classic when he was young. And it's a classic style for even gentlemen that are, that, that, are, that should be in his age range. It was really good to see, to, to see Babyface out there. I was really surprised. And the thing about it, the reason why I know that Babyface hasn't aged in so long because... The reaction I'm having now about Babyface is the reaction that my elders were having about Babyface when I was a kid. Yes, folks, Babyface has found the fountain of youth or he's not from this planet. Well, I don't think most black people are from this planet. We definitely are an alien race, and that's the reason why why, um, why every day that, 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 that uh, so many individuals in the human race are trying to alienate us. It's the reason why we're so much smaller, faster, quicker, stronger than the average human. Like, we are aliens. It's the reason why your climate doesn't fuck with us the way it fucks with you. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> at least the thing that, 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 at least the thing that gives this planet strength doesn't fuck with us like it fucks with us. Maybe you guys are the... <laughs> oh, shit, I got the ball. Oh, and he got the ball. Oh shit. I thought I was gonna be stolen. I ain't gonna lie. That was a risky pass. That shit was mad risque. Speaking of risque, how you doing, Nikki? Still gotta get you on this podcast. <laughs> Alrighty. Let's get into our last piece of let's get into our last piece of um BET Awards. Right? And I may have met, and I can't remember if I mentioned this on on the last show or not. My bad. Clutter, 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 clutter. Oh, get off me. But Kanye West and his speech, right? About when it came to Puffy. And what he ended up saying to him in his oh shit, my bad. I ain't realize all that time right now. And what what he said is that listen, there was no there's no reason whatsoever that Puffy should call him twice. And not for nothing, like Kanye admits that during that during the time frame where Puffy was going through his shit. 
like Kanye was trying to be dead to the world. Like he was trying to just come off the motherfucking grid. All right. And like he was trying to be like legally dead kind of shit, he says, right? Just come off the complete grid, not not talk to, not fuck with anybody for a year. And during that time frame, I guess Puffy must have called him twice when Puffy had lost his um, um had lost his wife, right? And was going through his sad shit. And kind of was like, yeah, nobody like Puffy should never have to call me twice. And not for nothing, a lot of people shouldn't have to call you twice. In the world, period. It's like when Puffy calls, you answer the phone. Cause you never you never know you know if, if 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 somebody is needed or whatever, and there's no reason that Puffy should have been going through that alone. He was that he was kind of saying, especially when he know how how much of a struggle he had through his um, emotional baggage, or he continues to have with, with, with his emotional stability. You know what I mean throughout these years. But he also said to Puffy, like, listen, part of the reason why he felt so bad about answering the phone that Puffy is the reason why. There's a lot of things that decisions that he makes in his life. Actually, he said, like, listen, Puffy is 100% responsible for a lot of his life decisions. Like, Puffy was responsible for his wife decision. And then he thanked Puff for that. Which I thought, which I thought was interesting. And, 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 and kind of, I don't want to say cute, but it was interesting. It was interesting. Like, it had a nice little bite to it. Like, I, I, I was kind of having enough of Kanye moment on a big stage. But it was all taken in jest, and, and, and taken with jest, and, and, and taken with it with the level of jest that that it should be taken with, but, but also the la- the level of seriousness that it also should be taken with, with as well. Because I think I was shortly after that comment that that that, that Kanye really went into his serious comments. Ooh, that was late, wasn't it? Very very late. All right, started started going into, started going into those comments. So. So again, overall, I thought I thought this year's BET Awards what 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 was it was a success. Like I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I, I thought once again it was it was it was, a, it was a nice representation of black excellence. Even though there was one white dude that had a that had a song at, at the BET Awards, I, I can't remember what song he sung. But also, I've heard this song before, right? And I didn't know it was him. To be honest, honest with you, like I didn't know that song was sung by a white dude. It's the fabulous song, right? Or you guys may know it as the glamorous song, but I call it the fabulous song. You know the F. Oh shit! My stream stopped. Oh, let's get that back. Let's get this back. What happened here? Why is my stream stopping? Nobody gave you permission to stop. Who gave you? A reason to stop the podcast. Certainly, certainly not me. You must be looking for a black eye. <laughs> Let's see if, if we're back up yet. I know I know the people on my thing is hating me right now. I told you I'm playing 2K while I'm while I'm doing this. There I go. I'm back up. No, am I back up? No, I'm not back up. I'm back up. I'm playing 2K while while I'm while I'm doing the podcast, so you guys don't get mad at me. I'm talking about podcast people for being distracted, and for the people in 2K for is that my man? That's not my man. My man hasn't scored. Let's just step your weight up. You're, you're slacking. Ah! 
So back to it. Somebody messaging me? Uh, how about get off my dick? <laughs> you hear me? Whatever your name is, NJFU Nasty. How about that? Get off my dick. It's a video game. And I'm doing a whole entire show while playing. But why am I controlling me? How about that? And so we can do that again. Dickheads. Alright. Let's get let's get into our official first hour today. Damn. Did we spend the whole first hour of the podcast just, just talking BT Awards? That's how much let you know, like, like, I really enjoyed this BT Awards, and I really wanted to get it off my chest. Right? I, 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 I've been, I, I really wanted to go. And, and I gave you guys, I, I gave you guys Monday. I really did. Can't say I didn't. Let's get into, let's get, let's, let's, let's get into our next talk, right? Let's get direct. Oh, is that my man finally scoring? Is that my man? Oh, yeah, that's finally him scoring. Right. Let's let's get it. Let's get into our topic of the day because this has been kind of the oh this has been kind of the bothersome topic of 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 the evening, right? And and it's it's a continuation of, of what of what we started talking about on Monday. And so you guys know what that sound means, right? It means that we're gonna get into our next talk, our next talk. Right, you know, I, you know, I walk that walk and I then I spoke that spoke and I stay with my next talk, my next talk. So, free agency is ha- free agency or new on an order. The new NBA season and free agency starts tomorrow. With that said, obviously there's a bunch of trade rumors that are, that are, that are that are working through the pipeline, right? And not just trade rumors, right? You start not just trade rumors, but you start to see actual trades starting to happen, and you're starting to see players start to start to address their player option right whether they're opting into their team whether they're opting into their contract for this year or they're opting out in seeks of a new arrangement good shit thank you oh no you're supposed to keep cutting my bad i thought you was coming through So, free agency started tomorrow, and there's been some moves that started happening already that has already have Knicks fans being triggered, right? And not for nothing, Knicks fans will find any reason to be triggered. Like, I guarantee you right now that if the New York Knicks found a way to sign Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, and... And Kevin Durant on a on on a veteran, all three of them on a veteran minimum contract. That you will still get twenty five percent of Knicks fans calling and complaining. It's it's just how they are. First Knicks fans were all were all up in their fields because ooh good challenge. First Knicks fans were all up in their fields because the New York Knicks decided to. Trade out of the first round, pick up three first round picks, future first round picks, 
and get rid of Kimball Walker's contract. That is what they're upset about. Which, again, I, I and I understand that, and I will get to this. I don't understand how they're upset about the Knicks organization doing exactly what Knicks fans want them to do. You want them to to keep acquiring young assets. You want them to acquire enough assets to also put yourself in a position, not just to acquire young assets, but also to acquire good talent as well. And the New York Knicks have found a way to keep both options open for themselves. Yet I understand what the problem is. It's been rumored since... Am I losing my feet again? It's been rumored since the middle of the season, I feel like, that the New York Knicks are interested and have been going after Jalen Brunson, right? If you're a Knicks fan, that, that, that is one name for sure that you that you 100% know about. During the playoffs during, um, um, against Golden State, or just period, during this playoff run, I know a lot of Knicks fans that were that were keeping an eye on that were keeping an eye on Jalen Brunson the whole entire time. You saw how Jalen Brunson looked beside his primary player, and we also seen how he looked when his primary when, when the primary score on the team was not on the court. We seen we seen him be the person orchestrating the offense, and we've also seen him be um, play off the ball. We've seen him we, we we've seen him we've seen him come off we've seen him play in the post. We've seen him play off the dribble. We've seen him play off pick and roll. We've seen Jalen Brunson is a good point guard. But now suddenly, now that the Knicks have put themselves in a position to get Jalen Brunson, now we have Knicks fans complaining about that as well. Oh, the New York Knicks have done all of this just for one guy. Done all of what? Traded away a draft pick to get three more and dump a bad contract? Explain to me, what is the complaint here? Like I'm dead ass. Like I, I am, I am. Hold on a second. Like I, I am, I am completely dead ass here. Right. I, I, I am. I am beyond fed up with. I don't want to say. I'm, I am beyond fed up with the Knicks fans at times. Right. So you tell me. Like you honestly tell me, Knicks fans. What is there to be so upset about? You're complaining and you say, oh my God, they're doing all of this for Jalen Brunson. Doing what? What exactly are you complaining that they're doing to get a point guard? To get a point. So you, you're tying a particular name to it. To get a good point guard. What have they done that is so egregious? What have they done that is so always me? For you guys watching on TikTok, I'm playing 2K at the same, at the same time I'm doing this podcast. You explain, please explain to me. What was so bad? Because they traded away a first-round pick and got three more. Uh, is that what you're so upset that they did for Jalen Brunson? That we got three more draft picks? We acquired three more draft picks in the pursuit of more talent? Or in the pursuit of a good point guard? Is that what you're mad about? We also utilized that opportunity to dump Kimball Walker's contract. 
Wait, are you upset that Kimball Walker is no longer on the team? Did you, uh, are, are you did you really just want Kimball Walker back on the team so bad after you badmouthed him all year for his play and production? His defensive rating? Oh, my God. Or that they got rid of Nurse and Noel, a big man that was always injury prone that we couldn't rely on? I see. My bad. That was late. You tell me where the woeies me's come from. Or are you just so used to being in victim mode? Because that's what you are. You are you are a scorned lover. You are a scorned fan. You are so used to being in victim mode that every little thing that happens, you are like, woeies me, woeies me, end of the earth. I don't know what the fuck is going on with my team. When your team is doing exactly what you wanted them to do exactly what you wanted them to do you wanted them to get rid of bad talent they got rid of bad talent they wanted them to get rid of useless veterans they got rid of useless veterans you wanted them to get rid of injury prone people they got rid of injury prone people you wanted them to acquire young talent they put themselves in a position to acquire young talent you wanted them to get more draft picks so they could keep getting young talent they did that too you want them to accumulate assets so they could possibly trade for somebody of uh, of, of, of of decency or somebody that's good they did that Two, what is your problem, Knicks fans? I'm going to I'm gonna tell you to do something that I tell a lot of people that are down here in South Florida. You have to wash the sand out of your ass. That shit is making you irritable. And to the Knicks fans that say they're doing all this for a guy that isn't going to get us any closer to a championship. Well, who is? Who right now is available that is making the New York Knicks a championship contender right now? Or, or, this, or, or do you not realize that whoever the, Nick, the Knicks get, it's part of a process that may not make us a championship contender or just a good, play, or just a good decent playoff team for the next two to three years? You're talking, about, you're talking about championship contender? Contender? You must be fucking shit. Why did he dunk the goddamn ball? Some bullshit. Like you're talking about contender. The Knicks are nowhere close to being contenders right now. What the? No. And if you're judging every single move off of being a championship contender, you realize... To be a championship contender, you first got to be a consistent playoff team. The New York Knicks, fucking shit. The New York Knicks are not a consistent playoff team. They made it two years ago, and you've been disappointed that they have that, that they had a drop off that the year after. How close are they? Now the realistic question is: Is Jalen Brunson a good? peace to keep building towards something bigger that's the that's the question you should be asking yourself that's the question that you should be answering not if this brings us any closer to be a championship contender team which it brings us better to be in a better playoff team or makes us a better team period what have we been complaining about no point guard no point guard no point guard we got julius wactavius fuck we got Julius Wactavius Randall running point guard for us. That's point forward. He never ran point forward a day in his life until he got to the Knicks. 
We have Alex Burke coming off the bench. Our bench small forward running point for us. And yet, your complaint is when the Knicks finally put themselves in a position to get a good point guard that you believe can score 20 points on any given night. Now, you match that with a Julius Randle that you hope can, can, can go back to being that 20-point-per-night player, but also could be more effective now that he no longer has to worry about ball-handling um, responsibilities. But you also add that to a R.J. Barrett that also has become the youngest player in Knicks history to fuck, give me that ball there, to go ahead and, and score 20 points per game. It's building blocks. It's pieces. You're not going to, unless you are getting, unless they were saying that we're getting one of the best 15 players in the game right now. There are no moves that automatically just make us seem like, oh, damn, we're a championship contending team. There isn't, there isn't one singular player that is available right now that you can get that will make you fit that. Because guys like Giannis aren't available, Kevin Durant isn't available, and we we see that Kevin Dur that Kevin Durant being available isn't even that isn't even oh fuck isn't even that great. We see what he's being in Brooklyn, the New York Nets and the, and the New York Knicks and the Brooklyn Nets won the same amount of playoff games last year, and the Brooklyn Nets had had Kevin Durant on their team. That's all I'm saying. So who would you like the Knicks to get that is, that is suddenly making themselves making them a championship contender? Because I don't see Giannis available. I don't see Stephen Curry available. I don't see any of the guys available that 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 would that would get the results that you're complaining about not getting from this potential trade move. You guys are funny to me. You guys are real funny to me. I don't, I don't, I don't get you half the time. I, I really don't. I really don't, Knicks fans. Right, like, like, like you ag me, and I, and I really don't get you half the time. Because now you're mad because you were mad that they're clearing all of this space up for Jalen Brunson, but then. When the Atlanta Hawks get the um DeJounte Murray, right? You start complaining, oh, the Knicks have these assets. Why didn't they use him to get DeJounte Murray when they were basically the same player? Both of them had their best year last year. And we know that 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 Murray was um, name was tied to the Knicks, as almost everybody's name is tied to the Knicks because a lot of team, a lot of players, and a lot of agents they know they know the rule of thumb: use whatever team is in New York as trade leverage. It's gonna it's, it's probably gonna catch news, but it's definitely gonna catch a buzz with their fan base, and it always gonna and and because their name is attached to them, even whether it's realistic or not, that the New York Knicks can get them, it's gonna fez up the Knicks fan. Because as moves start happening, Knicks fans start wondering why that couldn't be us. Well, maybe it couldn't be us because one, maybe that player just didn't just didn't want to come to New York. Maybe that player had a list of places that he wanted to go to already, and New York was not one of them. 
but somehow our name got was in, got involved. Maybe, just maybe. But no, Knicks, Knicks fans hear um hear Murray's name tied to them once, and now they feel like okay, this is a guy that 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 we should get and be able to get. And then we hear the Atlanta Hawks get him for three first round picks. Fucking shit. <laughs> right? And now this sends Knicks fans back into a tizzy again. Oh my God. They got him for three first round picks. Why couldn't we get him for, for, for didn't we just get three first round picks? Why couldn't we get him? All it took was Gallinari and three first round picks. You telling me we couldn't find Gallinari and three first round picks? Well, our equivalent to Gallinari is Obi Toppins. See, you're thinking Julius Randle, but nobody wants Julius. Gallinari is, is more valuable right now in the open market than Julius Randle is. If teams want to trade away something that they consider an asset. Because nobody wants a high-volume, bad-attitude-volume shooter that doesn't play defense. And, and, and is upset when the team is winning because he ain't scoring. Nobody wants that guy. Oh, oh post. Foul. Let's go. I won. Ooh, smoke time. Like, nobody wants that guy. So you're wondering how come we couldn't get him? Because we don't have that. Again, we didn't have the assets for him to get them. Nobody. And it's not just nobody wants Julius Randle. Did you did you listen to honestly the um what kind of picks the Atlanta Hawks gave them? They gave them unprotected picks. The three picks that the New York Knicks got, they're more protected than the goddamn president. You understand? You catch me in the thrill of Manila, I understand? I'm about to make these free throws, you understand? And niggas over here text me, you understand? I don't give, give what you just got to say, you understand? Nigga, get off my dick, you understand? <laughs> Let's see what this fool got to say. Why are you texting me during the game? Anyway, why are you taking away from what I got to do? How about this? Let me respond to you in a way that you understand. Get off my dick. I'm recording. Hold on, hold on a second. Can I just say this? Hold on, hold on, because this stupid video keeps texting me, and I will stop this whole entire game. I'm recording a pod while playing. What's your excuse there we go just so you understand <laughs> just so you understand Pippi. get off my dick dick rider
It's funny. The person that is talking shit hasn't outscored me, isn't really playing better than me, and I'm distracted. <laughs> like, you explain that to me. Like, let's, let's see what else he had to say. Let's see if he had... Let's see what else he has to say. Okay then, exactly. He don't got shit to say. Exactly. Get off my get off my dick, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> Hope you heard that shit. Dumbass. Fuck you niggas think it's okay to text people. Like you don't know me, fool. What's wrong with you? Like I said, can't no nigga hold me down, and nobody hold me down. Oh no, I got to keep on moving. You been trash. <laughs> nah, hold on, what's that get? That's cap. What's that? L O L. Cap. Listen to the pod. Cap. Hello. Listen to my <laughs> Yup. Get. So, again, get off my dick. <laughs> Dumbass nigga. <laughs> and I'm about to be right here again. Cornball. <laughs> now let's get back into the pod. Listen, I normally don't even beef with people on, on 2K when they message me. Like I normally, I normally ignore them, right? <laughs> right? I normally, I normally ignore them, but yo, I, this person right here, this person right here, I, I had to respond to because, like I said, again, so then, like I said, so then, get off my dick and go away. Get off my dick and get a life. So then get off my dick and get a life. There you go. That's too simple. What the fuck is wrong with you, you cornballs? Like you have to understand, if you gonna be if you gonna be bold enough to message me, oh no, if you gonna be bold enough to message me, then then be bold, then, then you'll be bold enough to, to take this heat back. 
damn right I paused to to, to to message you back because you don't need no no problem messaging me. Why y'all passing me the ball anyway? You guys chose to do that. So you choose to throw that game away. Let's get back into these Knicks talk, right? Now that I'm no longer distracted by now I'm gonna get into my Kyrie Irving mode. No, I'm just no longer distracted by these cockroaches. La cucarachas. <laughs> so Knicks fans are here all triggered. So and then let me this is how they get triggered again. And, and I'm telling you, they, they do it to themselves. So you hear that you hear that um the um you hear that Murray gets traded to the Atlanta Hawks. And you have to pay attention to what the Atlanta Hawks are doing. The Atlanta Hawks are gonna be a better team. And, I, and I'm mad about this. Like I said, part of me, like it's a double-edged sword. I'm gonna be I'm a, I'm upset that they're getting better, but we all know how this goes, right? That 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 they're, they're part of my teams, one of the teams that I like that I like to um root against. So if I'm gonna be rooting against them, like hell yeah. Like I I, I should say hell yeah. But if I'm gonna root rooting against, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep an eye on them. But also I'll keep an eye on them so I can be worried about what they do. You can see that that team is, is building around Trey Young. Again, they found their star and they're building around him. And their star is their point guard. You see them, you see them surrounding him with other shooters, but not just other shooters. Guys like guys like DeJounte Murray, they're they're also other ball handlers. Right? Like that's what that's what he is. And then they got the kid that they got it that they picked up in the draft as well this year. Right? Um, who was that? Who was that? Who was that again? Shit, 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 shit. Who was that dude's name? Uh, AJ Griffin. They got him as well as a nice little young talent. They were able to keep Collins. They got rid of Gallinari. And to be honest with you, like the Gallinari upgrade, the, the Gallinari move is, is kind of an upgrade. And yeah, as you got, and and also, <laughs> see the thing that see Knicks fans want to be upset about things, but if you want to be upset about something, right? If you fully wanted to bring into all the seven degrees of separations that you need to be upset about. You should be upset that not only did um not only did Atlanta Hawks go ahead and get that pick against nice move. <laughs> we we'll, we'll get the um, get the Jonte Murray. They also got that they also the asset they used to get him was the pick that they got from the New York Knicks. For them um for us getting um Cam Reddish. So if you really want to go through that whole entire seven degrees of separation of woe is me, then that is your your kick over the edge. Like you understand how Knicks fans are so upset, right? Let me tell you how Knicks fans are. Let me tell you how Knicks fans are so upset, right? Like Knicks, you know what? I'm gonna tell you how Knicks fans are so upset right after this commercial break. For you know what? For a product, what the hell is happening there? Tip ball. For a product that is that is kind of near and dear to me, right? And that is Blue Chew. What is Blue Chew? I'm glad you asked. Blue Chew just happens to be a little blue pill that can get you back your thrill. All you have to do is open up a packet and head straight to the sack. Just a few chews before you do, 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 do. Blue, blue Chew has the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so this is one opportunity that you just can't miss. Trust me, she's going to love how you come through like a boss when you... For a very low cost, you can beat it up like a boss. You're going to love how you come through like a champ when you Blue Chew in advance. And all you got to do, and, and if you want to try Blue Chew for free, all you got to do is use this week's promo code of XSMJ. That is extra small Michael Jordan. Now I'm joking. That is <laughs> X-Ray Sierra 
<laughs> Mike Juliet. And you can get your first order of Blue Chew for free on me. Yes, folks, for the free 99. We're talking about free and Kanye's workout plan. What is that code again? XSMJ to get yourself a free order of Blue Chew. Yes, folks, get that shit today on home day. Excuse me. Them rice and peas, B. That's that coconut milk and them goddamn beans. I know you're hearing that shit on the podcast. Give me that. Fuck. Follow me? Shit. I try to get to him. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. I really did try to get to him, but shit got fucked up. I'm going to tell you right now. I have no reason. I have no reason I should be playing 2K while I'm potting. I'm trying, I'm trying to get to that next level. I hope that dude I was just talking to on Xbox watches my podcast because you were worse than me. And you weren't distracted. I'm doing a whole entire podcast. Eating food. Smoking my liquor. Drinking my weed. Talking my shit to the good people of the Mighty Sports Podcast. The only thing you were doing was 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 playing in a dark room, getting Cheeto dust all over your controllers. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you like 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 J Cole told the rest of the world, get off my dick, bitch. Yeah, that's what we do here on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Listen, if you want heat, we got here. You want smoke, you got smoke. You understand? From Brooklyn, Brooklyn. What we do spread love is the Brooklyn way. Only thing about the love I spread, you get to determine what kind of love you would like to receive. But we spread that love. New, so, so let me get back to the New York Knicks, right? I gotta spread love to the Knicks, right? So they can get off, so they can get off the edge, right? I need to get them off the ledge, you know, get them off the edge. You know what I mean? Get them, get them out of bed, get out their head. You know what I said? Next talk. Knicks fans started getting upset or started bringing in names like Jeremy Grant and Christian Woods. How come we couldn't get Jeremy Grant and Christian Woods? One, do you also realize, oh, God damn, yo, hold on, fuck you. Try to smack you in the face. Right, they're getting, oh shit. Right, Knicks fans are getting upset about Jeremy Grant and Christian Woods. Like, how could we, we, how could we could have used some of the assets we have to go get them? See, now they want to use, now they want to utilize assets to go get these people, right? Jeremy Grant, who I've never had faith over, right? He goes to Portland and watch him mean nothing for, for Portland. The only thing Jeremy Grant may mean, may mean for Portland is that it may help Damian Lillard realize that, yeah, he, he does want to leave Portland faster. That may be the only thing it helps do. Other than that, I don't see what the benefit of getting Jeremy Grant to Portland is. Shit, pick the wrong side. 
Gonna turn over? Shit. And then they talk about Christian Woods. Christian Woods! Also, you guys realize we just got these, we just got these uh, assets. The same assets that you're talking, that you're complaining about getting, and that we should have used to get guys like Jeremy Grant and Christian Woods, we just got on draft day. You forget why you're upset already? So the guy is like talking to a fucking two-year-old sometimes. I apologize, Knicks fans. You, you, you guys are emotionally unstable. Like the Dolan family. Like the, the, the Dolan family has caused you irreparable. Emotional damage. And I understand it. Like I said, when Knicks fans talk, they can't help themselves but talk about 40 years, 30 years, 20 years. How about the last two years? Oh, you should have kept on going through. How about just the last two years? How about how we've looked over the last two years? How about how we've looked over the last two years compared to how we've looked over the last 10? How about that? See the thing about see the thing about Knicks fans and the thing about winning is that automatically they've got an amnesia of what it used to be, of how things used to look like when this team was winning 17 games. See, they forget about that. Shit, let's go. That works. Like you forget about that already. That's the reason why you feel like you even have room to complain about what they're doing now is because you already forgotten a, a, about. Winning seasons in the teens. Winning seasons in the 20s. A decade of that. Yet you're upset when they're actually shit. Making what are considered fran um, franchise intellectual moves. Or intellectual franchise moves. Like this is when you're actually complaining. And you're bringing in guys like Christian Woods and Jeremy Grant to fuel your complaint. Are you mad, man? Like, I swear to God, I feel like going foreign on you, you bloody wankers. Are you mad? I ask you again. Who? 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 Out there that is available. That you believe the New York Knicks can go out right now. And you say, yeah, we're championship contender now. Or have you not? Or, or have you finally now come to the conclusion since I've last said it? That it doesn't matter what piece that we would have went out and got, that that would have just been a building block toward us being a better team. No, no, it's a better team. It's just a team that continues to make the playoffs. We are far from being a championship team. What what we're trying to get to the point of is is where teams like that teams that we overlook like Denver, like fuck me, really. 
teams like Utah, right where they've been at, teams like Miami, teams like Boston. You just want to teams like Milwaukee before they won a championship. You forget what those early days of Giannis looked like. You just want to get to the point where you can start being a consistent playoff team. Because once you get there, then every building block that you try to add, that's when you start, that's when you start grading those on does this help us win a championship degree or not? That's when you're able to do that. We are so far removed from that. That's like being in kindergarten and trying to pick out your goddamn college curriculum. And say like, man, I don't know how I'm going to keep my GPA up if I don't learn how to put this goddamn triangle into this fucking square. I don't know if I'm going to walk that stage in 12. Like, you understand? You're not even close to there yet. You haven't even fucking learned your ABCs yet. Yes, you, like, like, next man just learned your ABCs. Now let's see if we can fucking start putting some letters into math. And you get that. Because a lot of you Knicks fans are complaining. I feel like you struggled the moment they put a letter in math. Like A, like A plus B equals C still makes no sense to you. And that's why you can't comprehend what the Knicks are doing. And I'm not trying to sound like Kyrie. I'm just trying to say I want you guys to, to, to exercise a little bit more common sense and a little less emotion. Because it's just emotion that has you tripping. For real. Knicks fans, I love you guys, but man, like I swear to God, Knicks fans, not for nothing. I do this podcast mainly for you. I do this. I've, I've been doing this podcast mainly for you. This has been forever. I missed two free throws. This has been forever my way of communicating with you guys. Whether I was with you guys in the march of of irateness or now on this now on this side. Now, and now when I'm on this side trying to tell you guys that all trades matter. But Knicks fans, I'm going to need you to come off the edge. When they get Jalen Brunson, I'm going to need you to not overreact again. And I mean in the negative way. I don't need you to overreact in a positive way either. It's a good piece that we got, and you should be happy that we that, that we were successful in getting, in getting a point guard and in getting, an, and in getting a player that we were, that we were coveting. Right? Those are the things you should be happy about. What I don't want to see you unhappy about is, oh my God, this guy. You know how Knicks fans get. This guy. We're going to pay him $27.5 million. That's if they pay him $110 million. So the talks are either going to pay him $100 million or $110 million. Difference between $25 million a year and $27.5 million a year. And Knicks fans already saying, man, that kind of money for this guy, that kind of money for this guy. You realize the money that you're probably thinking about. Let me remind you. And I definitely need to get a drop for this. Yesterday's price is not today's price. $25 million right now for a good player is, is about average. Average. A good player. Not a bad player, not a great player, good player. Average. Do you know what $27.5 million is? It it would make him the 14th, 14th highest paid point guard in the league. Average. 
it would make him the eighth highest point guard for players 26 and under. That's about right. Behind, who is he behind? Behind Trey Young, behind Luca, behind Jamal Murray, behind Ben Simmons, behind D'Angelo Russell, behind Darren Fox. And these are the guys 26 and under that he's behind. But he's also behind. Actually, you know, let me put you everybody that he's behind. Let me tell you who he's, who he's in between. That's right in between. Kyle, shit. Why are you passing the ball to me? I'm not the point guard. Get out of my face. That's right in between Kyle Lowry and Mike Conley. I ask you this, and that's and that's and those are the old heads. If you want to bring it down one, right, to maybe somebody in his like that's kind of a pair of his, Malcolm Brogdon. Somebody else that the Knicks kind of wanted to get that Knicks fans wanted them to go after. But remember, Malcolm Brogdon is already injury prone. Terry Rozier, no, Terry Rozier is like 28. Fred Van Fleet is 28. So that puts him like behind De'Aaron Fox. But ahead of. I'm trying to see who is 26 and and older that I'll put him ahead of. Lonzo Ball. That puts him in between De'Aaron Fox and Lonzo Ball when it comes time for him to get paid. Or you want to compare who's getting paid in between. Lonzo Ball. Not LaMelo Ball. Lonzo. I think I'm okay with that. I think I'm okay with our point guards being, being paid more than Fred Van Fleet. Or him, at, by the way. Malcolm Bragdon. Michael Conley. Because you tell me what Michael Conley and Kyle Lowry did in this last point guard. I mean, in this last playoffs. You tell me who had the better playoff series. If it was Michael Conley, Kyle Lowry, or... Or Jalen Brunson. So when you start to, oh my God, 25 million, 25 million, oh my God. What is 25 million? It's, it makes him, it make it, it puts him right in the middle of highest paid point guards in the league. 14th, that's an average salary. And also, we all know, like I said, said, yesterday's price is not today's price. When Mike Conley was, got that $25 million deal, he was the highest paid point guard in the league. Is $25 million now seem like an overpayment for a guy like Michael Conley? But at some point in time, it actually seemed like it was an actual deal? If Jalen Brunson continues to do what he did, what he showed us last year, and, through, and, and what he showed us in the playoffs, he will overplay his $25 million a year contract. Would you want him to? If he kind of underperforms... Are you not telling me that he that that twenty five million dollars isn't the equivalent to what Mike Conley and Cal Lowry would have given you on the court? He's so it's not a it's not a stretch for what he's getting paid. It's not an overpayment. It's 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 it's, it's properly marketed. He's getting paid what the market actually kind of dictates for his position. For an average guy at his position, he is getting exactly what the market dictates. 
So, so when they signed him to that four-year, two hundred and I'm mean, at $110 million contract. I don't want, oh my God, that's a lot of money for this guy. I don't, I don't know. You're still thinking about prices from three years ago. That's why. You still have old salary cap numbers stuck in your head. Where if you gave a guy $25 million, it was Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin Garnett. It was Shaq. It was LeBron James, Camilla Anthony. Like those are the guys that we, that we were used to making $25 million. Now, from where the game has gone, due to due to inflation and the growth of the game, $25 million is what the average point guard gets, is what an average player gets. That's a good contract for a decent player, for a good player. That doesn't feel like a stretch. It doesn't feel like an overpayment. You know what it felt like? You know what it felt like a stretch? $30 million. You know what it felt like a steal? $15 million. You know what kind of sounds like in between 15 and 30? Over 20. 22, 27. Fucking shit. God, get this goddamn ball out my hand. So, like I said, I'm, I'm already preparing for you guys. And, and I already know how you guys are going to start talking. So, let's get let's go ahead and get that out the way. It's not bad money. It's not a lot of money. It's actually properly priced. What the fuck? Why are you lobbing that shit? He's right there. Bullet that shit. Can't stand you. See, why didn't you do that the last time? That motherfucker was right in front of you. Why didn't you do that the last time? You lobbed that shit right to the other motherfucker. Sorry, guys. Yeah, again, I'm still playing 2K while I'm while I'm recording this podcast. Now, so I ask you again, Knicks. Regardless of who we got and who we paid, that's available. You name me the one player that 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 that, that we could have gotten that was gonna make us just a player away from being a championship contending team. That's available. Not like oh, well, you know, if Kevin Durant. Didn't opt into no, but he did, and he opted into his contract early as fuck too. So he was he wasn't even in play. Well, you know, maybe we could get Zion Williamson, and we maybe we could have used those assets to get Zion Williamson, and Zion Williamson would have still had us just being a good team. And I keep telling you, Knicks fans, I keep telling you, Knicks fans. I'm, I'm, see this when I go back to TikTok, right? I keep telling you, Knicks fans. But you don't listen to me, right? You don't you don't listen to me at all when I when I keep trying to tell you this, right? So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it again and louder for the people in the back, Knicks fans. You don't want Zion Williamson. I'm telling you now. You think you do. You think you want Zion, but let me tell you exactly what would have happened to Zion. What would have happened if we got Zion? Knicks would have drafted Zion, Zion Williamson. Knicks fans would have had a parade on draft day, right? Bing bonging all over the place. Like, I'm bing bong with my thing thong, with my thing out, and it's your mouth, right? Yeah, you guys would have bing bonged all over the place. Happy in a pig and shit. Until you weren't quite winning games the way you thought you would have 
with a guy like with, with the talent of Zion Williamson. And then you would have called in and started complaining to every single radio station that this guy is a bum the moment he got injured. The moment he stopped being able to play a full season, he missed 25 games, 15 games. Oh, this guy. I'm a, you want to know how I know you would have done it? Because you did it to Christoph Porzingis. See, Knicks fans? It's exactly what I'm talking about. If you would have had Zion Williamson, just switch out his name for Christoph Porzingis. And think how you would have been treating him through all of these injuries. Oh, if, you know, when he's healthy, he's one of the, 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 the. And if he can be healthy, he's one of the, 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 the. Yet, this is the guy that you got out of New York that you're trying to bring back into New York under a different, under a different disguise. I don't think you guys hear yourself sometimes. Like, you want Zion Williamson so bad that you don't realize that he has already been down to Christoph Porzingis' trajectory of a career. And you wanted Christoph Porzingis gone. You couldn't wait to get him out of town. You're happy he's out of town. Actually, he went to Dallas, and now he's in Washington. And you're looking at it like, damn, I'm glad we didn't decide to keep him. Because remember, it was... Remember, it was on the fence for Knicks fans. It was polarizing. Half of the fans wanted him there. Half of the fans wanted him gone. And for the fans that wanted him here, you guys were ifing all over yourselves. And for the ones that wanted him gone, you you were talking about how injury prone he was. And then you will get and you will get ifed by the people that, that wanted him here. Well, that's what Zion Williamson is. Zion right now is an iffy guy. And if he was playing for the Knicks, you'd be talking about him the way you talked about Zion Williamson. I mean, I mean, Christoph Perzingis. You don't want Zion Williamson. You like the thought of him. You guys are bugging. I'm sorry. What's the motherfucking move? What's going on here? Why doesn't nobody cut? Why doesn't nobody set a pick? Hit him, hit him. Ah, oh, shit. God damn. So Knicks fans, I honestly, I really don't want to hear you guys. I really don't want to hear you guys talk about talk about getting Zion Williamson again, because I've seen this show. Like I've 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 I've, I've witnessed this show, and it wasn't just I've seen and witnessed it. I've seen and witnessed this recently. We just went through this. Like, 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 this is something that we just did. Come closer. Come to the ball. Like, I, I, I appreciate you guys, but I don't like that sometimes. Like, you got to come to the ball. Did they pass the ball? Man, I get a rebound. They passed that ball out to me. What's wrong with you guys? Does my team not realize that I am half distracted? Have they not been listening to me, or they or they listening? To <laughs> Ooh, I gotta I gotta get stop getting distracted. Though. I can't keep putting up these D's though. That just look bad. 
So Knicks fans, I think I'm done talking to you for the evening. Right? I, I really do. I, I, I really, 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 really do. Right? Because I don't think there's much else that I can say. I don't know how many more ways I can say this. Right? But it also, and, and the reason why, I, and, and I'm going to let you know, every time I bring this up, it's because it is brought up again and again and again and again. I hear you guys. You understand how much I consume, how much I'm, I'm lurking in the background listening? I'm listening to the podcast that Knicks fans are listening to. I listen to the radio station that Knicks fans are calling them to. I'm listening to you guys. You guys sound half retarded to me sometimes. But it's okay, though. I come here to talk to you. Like, yes, but like, yo, what do you do this for? Like, what keeps you motivated? Like, what drives you to do this shit every, every day? Irrational Knicks fans. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all, I can't believe y'all were tripping off of Christian Woods and Jeremy, like Jeremy Grant and Gallen. Like, seriously? Like, seriously. Like, these are the guys that you guys are heartbroken over. You guys are, are, bringing, into, are bringing into conversation. Like I, I don't, I, I'm not understanding that at all. And I'm sorry, Knicks fans. Like, like you guys, you guys know I love you to death, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love you like a long lost cousin. But you got to get your shit together. You like, you got to get your shit together. Hi, right. let's. We're gonna end the podcast soon, right? As, as we're going to give, we're going to give you guys a two-hour show today. As as we've been talking, we, we talked about a lot of things today, right? We talked about Knicks fans being upset. We talked about, about the BET Awards. Actually, that may be the only. We talked about Brittany Griner and her case. That's not the only case that's out there, right? I know we're not talking about Deshaun Watson either. Somebody else very recently went to trial. And we've been talking, we've been doing a lot of court talk lately, right? Brittany Griner, Deshaun Watson. Should we even talk about um, Puff Daddy's court case today, right? Um, there's somebody else as well. And that, and that is one by the name of R. Kelly. Right, R. Kelly, R. Kelly has been sentenced today. Right, his, yep, his trial is officially over, and he has been sentenced today. And R. Kelly is going to face thirty years in prison, folks. I think that's I don't know if that's thirty to life, but that's damn near life for him. He's damn near what fifty, right? Okay, hold on one second. Okay, Google, how old is R. Kelly? 55 years old. R. Kelly, so R. Kelly is supposed to come out until he's 85 years old. In jail. And the charges were for leading and entrapping women, sometimes even underage and young girls, into a life of sexual activity or sexual crime. Or, I forgot the verbiage that they said exactly. Small four. What the fuck has happened? Oh. 
So R. Kelly, yeah, so basically, you guys are unaware, like, we all know R. Kelly, that he used to call himself the king of, of R&B. Like, and, it's, and this is part of the reason why, we, why, we, why we've always said, like, yo, R. R. Kelly really fucked it up for everybody because he makes it... Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. He makes it hard for you to like his songs anymore, right? Like, every time you hear his songs now, you no longer have all of the good memories of the king of R&B and all this other craziness, right? What you remember now is some deranged sex fiend that is coercing a deranged sex fiend that's coercing young women and families to give up their daughters so that he can train them into a sex life or a life of domination or you know whatever it is and that's ultimately what what he found what he was found guilty of And now he's gonna save um, serve thirty years, and I'm telling you, like, like he did it to himself, and he tainted his own he he tainted his own legacy, because there was a lot of shit that people have over like like of a lot of stars, right? There's a lot of shit that gets overlooked throughout the years, right? I I tell you guys, right? I've I, I, I've I've told you guys that it is rough sometimes, right? As you start growing up, and certain things that you're used to, or certain things that were okay are no longer okay. And I and I and I and I've told you guys throughout the years in this podcast that in my lifetime, even though it, was, it has been illegal my whole entire lifetime, it has become more and more right taboo over the years. Shit, it has been more and more taboo over the years, right, to not mess with underage women, and I and I mean. Right, because it is something that actually used to happen, and nobody thought twice about it. We actually you believe how common it is, how still common it is, but also it's still more commonplace with individuals that are more like 19 to 17, 19 to 16. You're still dating your high school sweetheart after you got out of high school, right? Or after you went to college, or after you got out of high school, period. You know what I mean? So, so that's generally how that's been going. That's generally how that's been going. How that's gone and been accepted. But also, it's, it's been something that, that that in a weird way that people have just kind of like turned a blind eye to. Until it's finally caught up with everybody. Until, until not just society felt like okay, we can start fully prosecuting, but also the, the victims start start feeling a lot more comfortable coming out because we've gotten to a place in society where now. When they when they come out and they and they, and they address these issues, that they're not going to be scrutinized as victims. That does happen. We all we all aware of this. That does happen. I'm telling you, like R. Kelly really has fucked it up because there used to be a time where actually not even there was a good time, just recently was at my niece's graduation and they're playing R. Kelly's I Believe Y'all Can Fly. And while I perfectly understand how that song has a reference, and see, that's what, how R. Kelly fucked himself up. You understand? We were good, like, people in my generation, right, we were going to be fucking the R. Kelly until the end of time. I Believe I Can Fly was going to be played at every graduation till the end of time. He, 
you know how people find like their Christmas song? Myra Carey, for instance, like she got her Christmas song, right? That Christmas song is now going to be played at Christmas time to the end of time. R. Kelly found his graduation song. He found he found a song that some that at some point in time you may not know any R. Kelly song, and he'd be like, "What about I believe I can?" Oh, you mean that shit they saw at my graduation? That's oh, I, I know that song. I believe I can. <laughs> so don't get it twisted. Like R. Kelly did that to himself. Am I t- is my timing back yet? My timing is still off. What the fuck is wrong with my timing right now? I don't, I don't know if it's a chicken or the egg, but my, I'm fucking up in 2K. Seriously. So, R. Kelly gets his sentence. He gets his 30 years. Deshaun Watson's case is still pending, right? We're going to figure out what, what's going to happen with that. And I think I've already told you guys how I feel. The next time I tell you guys how I feel, I'm going to be on, I'll be I'll be strictly on TikTok. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to make, I'll probably make, end up making a TikTok recording for that one. We have a couple players that have opted out of their contracts, right? Kyrie Irving opts into his contract. And then he puts out a nice little statement saying that, while regular people make the world move, uh, um, other people like myself are move makers or some shit like that or above the moves or whatever the fuck he's, whatever like who got the dumb, dumb nigga, like dumb shit he said. Like, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't want to call him dumb. I don't want to say some dumb nigga shit he said. Like that, that would be participating in, in, in new media, new media tent, um, antics and in no part of the new media, like, like, uh, unless... Like, there is real evidence of it. In the new media, you never call other black people cool. New media, old media, right? In, 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 a, in a room full of black people, in a, definitely in a room full of mixed company. Yeah, Drake. You know how... Golden State Warriors are talking about, yo, they broke the code, they broke the code. Well, Draymond Green should know that he broke the code when he called um, Kendrick Perkins a coon on on, on 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 live radio or live television or his podcast or whatever platform he decided to do that on. Just because he actually has an opinion or he says stuff that you don't agree with. Now, like, see, see, like, you, you can call him a lot of stuff, Right? But for him doing exactly what you're doing, getting out there and making hot takes, you call him a coon? A coon. That wasn't some coon shit that I've ever seen in my life. Like I said, it may it, it may be the new media, but you're the same old nigga. Like I said, like, 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 you, you, like, you, you, you can take the nigga out the hood, but you can't take the hood out the nigga. And, and, that, and that's what Draymond Green just showed. Like... He did one of those things that, and not for nothing, right? That a lot of black people will look at like, yo, you're making us look bad. Like, like this is a no-no. Like, like you gave us a step back. Because now how many people are going to feel comfortable calling Kendrick Perkins a coon because uh, uh, if they don't agree with his take? 
And then now what if that person doesn't quite look like Now that person doesn't quite look like the same way that Ken Perkin looks like. And now, now, and now we're talking about it being a racial slur, right? And now we're talking about it being a, possibly a hate crime now. And now that person's like, well, Draymond Green called him it, so I, you know, I was just kind of repeating what Dray... Nope, you know what the fuck you were doing. See what you've opened up again. You guys keep you, you guys keep keep making decisions and doing things. And I, I never think about the big picture. And I, I, I think about the big picture or overall who it may affect. So Kyrie Irving did what every normal every normal person would do. Actually, he did it. He did something that what not every not, not just every normal person would do. Every normal rejected person would do. Because you know what happened to Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving tried to get himself a new contract. He tried to opt out. He tried to opt out of his. He, he tried to opt out. He didn't opt out, but he tried to see what kind of deals he can get in the in the trade in the in the draft in the trade market. And nobody was willing to trade for Kyrie Irving or and give him um uh, and give him an extend an extended guaranteed contract because of his his antics his um his his tactics and also because of his unreliability. So like everybody else now, fuck. Like everybody else now, Kyrie Irving is gonna have to do what everybody else does. You know what I mean to be able to make their money, and that is work for it, because he was good. He was, he got real fat and sassy. He got real comfortable, right? Just sitting back and doing nothing for it, right? Making millions of dollars, doing nothing, and he thought shit was sweet. He really did. He really thought like, oh, I can get a, like I, I'm a, my talent is great. Anybody's gonna want to give me want to give me a um a, a multi year contract. Nope. And then what he did after he went out there, it, it's almost like your girl telling you like, oh, you know you want to be single? Go ahead, go out there, go ahead and get as much.